Live from the PropSwap studios of AM1490 Sports Betting Radio and distributed by the Jacob Media Network, it's Extending the Play with John McMullen, powered by PropSwap. PropSwap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. It's your time, South Jersey, and our time on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio for extending the play with your host, NFL insider, John McMullen. Today's program is presented locally by the Malamut Law Firm and Remax Real Estate and powered regionally by Bet River Party Poker and Dunkin' Donuts. Now, here's John McMullen. Good morning, South Jersey, and welcome to the studio. My buddy Ryan Rothstein in for Rich Q. I feel like it's Groundhog Day in, in, in the state of New Jersey for a number of reasons. We got another winter storm uh, approaching. Uh, is already here, so everybody be safe out there if you're out driving around. Uh, wintry mix, and then all we do is talk about Carson Wentz. It's still not done, Ryan Rothstein. <laughs> the show must go on. It, it must go on. The show goes on. <laughs> I'm not uh, bleeping leaving. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it seems that way. Although, <laughs> unlike Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street, Carson Wentz wants to leave, but the Eagles won't let him leave. Uh, Obviously, they're holding out for the best uh, package available in a potential trade. Ryan, nothing has changed from the standpoint of the league. Everybody thinks Carson Wentz is going to be out of here at some point. But, uh, you know, this is a delicate balancing act for Howie Roseman, trying to get the most value possible for uh, a guy, let's be honest. I mean, the Eagles, and this is the problem. I, I, I mean... Look, at, at at some point, you should probably say, okay, uh, we don't want the guy. The guy doesn't want to be here. Um, so let's do let's do the best we can. I, I mean, it should boil down to that. But the reality is, we all know there's more to it than that. You have to look at what the Eagles did to acquire Carson Wentz. All they put into not only a trading up twice to get him back in 2016, all the assets that cost, but everything they put into this player from an organizational standpoint, the, you got the owner sitting up there saying, Look, we got to get something for this guy. And it's got to be better than two second round picks and maybe a conditional later round pick. And I think that's the conundrum Howie Roseman's in. And he's got a fan base that doesn't believe in him on top of it. <laughs> it's just... It's coming from all angles, at Howie Roseman, at Carson Wentz, at Jeffrey Lurie. And I think the question is, at what point does Howie say, all right, we have to make this deal? Like, like, at what point does he give in? We don't know what's true right now and what's not. How much is negotiate, a negotiation tactics, you know, so on and so on. But Carson Wentz coming back into that building, I think at this moment, John, is worst-case scenario. I think it's worst-case scenario for the the new coach and the new coaching staff. I would say that. Mm -hmm. I I mean, the last thing, 
they have a number of hurdles to begin with that have nothing to do with a, a quarterback controversy. I mean, they're entering a situation where it's the first time for not only the head coach, Nick Sirianni, but also the defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, the special teams coordinator, on and on, the quarterback's coach, offensive coordinator, had a year and, and some change with the Chargers, but he's not. he doesn't have a ton of experience doing what he does. So you have all that, just the natural sort of learning on the job with any uh, uh, new position that everybody has. I think everybody on a on a uh, on their own personal level can understand if they go to a new workplace. Mm-hmm. Like poor Ryan Rossney's got to come in on Saturday morning, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and deal with me. Oh, it, this it's, is easy. It's, it's awkward. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But never for for. For people, they understand that. I, I, I right. would think, you know, as they got to a new yeah, – so you have all those things. People don't even talk about the human side of it. You got guys moving from all over the country. They got to find places to live. They got to make their families comfortable, their kids. They got to get them into school. All that kind of real-world stuff nobody even even gives a second thought to and then on top of it all those issues you have a transitioning team as Jeffrey Lurie says it with uh, uh you have to rebuild you have to get younger sorry i use that term jeffrey lurie doesn't like it but that's what transitioning means uh doesn't mean you're the sixers and you're going to not win for seven straight years this is the nfl uh the eagles are in the worst division of football they could probably win it next year if everything goes correctly so it but they're not a super bowl contender and i think everybody's kind of admitted that so and this is all the kind of stuff you have to get to before you even get to a quarterback then you're going to throw a quarterback controversy at these guys (laughs) there is so much there's levels to this right and i think you bring up a good point where is this franchise at right now Seriously, because it's been, you win the Super Bowl, there's been ups and downs, they've found their way into the postseason for a couple years, we all know what just took place this past season, you mentioned the NFC East landscape, it's like, well, (laughs) you're going to have a young new quarterback, like there's so much unknown, and are they rebuilding, or are they not rebuilding? I don't even, and I don't even know what the right answer is. Well, they're transitioning. Now, I I don't want to... Uh, yeah. I'll get in trouble for making certain jokes there, so I'm going to stay <laughs> right. away from it. I, I, can't, I can't get in trouble. But no. that's the term that Jeffrey Lurie has used, a, a transitioning team. And in, in this case, it wants to be younger. Uh, they've talked about that for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, and Howie Roseman kind of admitted uh, the pandemic changed their thought process. Remember, they wanted to do this last season, and they set, essentially said goodbye to Jason Peters. Yeah. And they said, we're going to get younger. And then they then they thought the pandemic hit. There's no offseason. Everybody's changing coaches. Maybe we have an advantage here. Maybe we keep the championship window open for 12 more months. They shifted plans, and obviously it didn't work. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> for 4-11-1 is 4-11-1, and we are where we are. However, I, I, I do think, you know, now that they've made the change, there's no going back now from that transition process because you are building with a new coaching staff and everything is new. And, and that means you have to shift gears when it comes to roster building. And it starts with the quarterback. And I've said it since the beginning of this offseason, since the regular season was over for the Eagles. 
they can't do anything until they make the decision on Carson Wentz. And they've made the decision, but until they carry it out, they can't get to that second step. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about, John, the youth of this new coaching staff. Who's who's going to be the, the veteran in the room? With with Jalen Hurts potentially as the starting quarterback, the entire coaching staff in year one under forty of whatever role they're in right now, heading into this season, it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple guys with with some experience sure. on the staff. Jeff Stoutland's back, but he's not going to be involved no. with, with the quarterback. I mean, they brought in Jamel Stevenson to take Deuce Staley's role, which, by the way, I'm a little surprised at uh, because it took so long for for Duke, uh, Deuce to advance and, and get this assistant head coaching tag. Now yeah. they just bring some guy off the street and give it to him. Right. That's another thing. <laughs> like I got to look at face. Jeffrey. Lo- yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the heck, dude? But, but uh, so he's there. He's in his 40s. And, I, you know, but what is that tag even? That's another thing. It, it, it's not the title as much as what's the job description. Like yeah. Deuce was in charge of the developmental program. Is he going to be in charge of the development? I, I have no Did it just idea. Just go away. Yeah. <laughs> Was or, that smoke and mirrors? Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you just give him the title to get right. him away? Yeah. Uh, from I think it was the University of Kentucky was set to take that job uh, as the running backs coach. So it, you, we have to see how they develop this coaching staff. But you know, when it comes to the offense, Sirianni turns forty in June. Shane Steichen is thirty-five. Uh, uh, and then you have quarterbacks coach Brian Johnson, who turned 34 on Tuesday. So happy birthday, uh, Brian Johnson. A little bit older than Press Taylor. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but but you have, you know, you have that kind of young nucleus. And, and you know, looking back on it, obviously Johnson has a, a, a big history with Jalen Hurts. He he um he was a player under his father in high school. He's known Jalen Hurts since he was four years old. He recruited him to Mississippi State. He lost, by the way, uh, to Dak Prescott. Then he recruited him at Florida when Jalen Hurts was transferring out of Alabama and ultimately went to Oklahoma. So that's part of it. And we're going to get all into these machinations throughout the show, Ryan, after the break here on AM 1490. Sports Betting Radio. February is here. March is coming soon. And what's that mean for prop swappers? A huge profit on all your sports betting tickets. Come list yours for sale today. PropSwap has thousands of buyers around the country waiting to pay big money for your bet. And remember, college basketball tournament time is right around the corner. Head into your local casino and make your b-ball futures to find this year's Cinderella. So mask up and double up to sell one ticket on PropSwap and hold on to the other for a huge win. 
the, the middle. Now, I have to find this comment real quick. 9-11 Sixers had, if Carson Wentz and Seth Green had a baby, it would be Jake. I saw that when, when we had Jake <laughs> Asman on. I saw that comment. Oh, started, my I, goodness. I was like, do we bring this up in front of Jake? We could have done that. All I was thinking about was uh, Ginger Red. What, Andy yeah, Dalton? You were having nightmares? The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Delval Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Mulebrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money, and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to Geico or going direct to Progressive. We do not charge a fee. Let DelVal Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Mulebrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Get ready for a city versus suburban showdown as the best of the best high school girls and high school boys basketball players compete in the annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor. The All-Star Labor Classic of Philadelphia tradition has already donated over $3 million and 100% of this year's total supporting MS. Mark your calendar and don't miss the 34th annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor Sunday, April 18th, 2021 being played at Germantown Academy in Fort Washington. A personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Bianculli get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. Welcome back. Extending the play AM 1490 sports betting radio from the prop swap studios. I'm John McMullen, Johnny Mack, Ryan Rothstein uh, behind the glass to my left. (laughs) Excited to have Ryan. Uh, You can catch us every night on AM 1490 sports betting radio on Ryan's show. The fix Uh, I'm on at seven thirty. Uh, but he does a great job breaking down all sports from 7 to 10 
uh, every night. Uh, so tune into that during uh, during the week. Um, obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles are are the main subject of this show. We're in off season mode finally after we got to see a drunk goat on the boat. Uh, <laughs> and, and by the way, I I kind of wish. I covered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in the day for a very short time. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was my first job in the NFL. Um, and I, I I like the weather down there, Ron. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not, <laughs> not the gonna, worst. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> we're not on any boats right now no, this we're time not, of year. We're not, <laughs> if the Eagles did win, we're, we're not having a boat parade on the Delaware River at, no. at this time of year. Uh, and that is an unfortunate part, but it was uh, pretty amazing to watch Tom Brady and and just the 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 enormity at forty three years old going to a completely new team, a completely new conference, uh, and winning the Super Bowl. And uh, you know, I, I'm talking about this because I want to get into this. NBA-like mentality that seems to be at least creeping into the NFL, and I think a lot of it has to do with Tom Brady. And Tom sort of, I I don't know if he he went into it with the NBA-like plan of I'm going to a different spot and I'm going to recruit players, but that ended up, at least for a, a lot of you know, guys who made plays in the Super Bowl, that ended up being the case when you think about Rob Gronkowski, yep. who only came back because of Tom Brady. Antonio Brown, who's only in this league because of Tom Brady, and Tom Brady wouldn't get up, give up on him. Yep. And, and then, you know, even a Leonard Fournette uh, had opportunities to go different places and wanted to go play for Tom Brady. So a little bit of a different dichotomy so I don't think it started like an NBA super team like LeBron trying to recruit his friends to go to Miami. But now I think you have Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson thinking about that. And and it all comes from Tom Brady and what just happened in Tampa. I mean, you have to imagine if you're J.J. Watt, Tampa doesn't seem too bad right now, right? Like you mentioned Fournette, if – Elite players coming from crappy situations. The weather down in Tampa with that team, it, all signs point to, okay, I'll take a pay cut or, or whatever I need to do to get down there. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know if that's necessarily good for the player. And you bring J.J. Watt. I, I mean, he's not coming to the Eagles. So let's get that out of the way. <laughs> Twitter um, says otherwise. but he, He's got uh, a lot of options. You know, his brother's playing Pittsburgh, so obviously that would be – uh, a very desirous situation for him. He he grew up in Wisconsin, loves Wisconsin. I have no idea why, but uh, <laughs> I was just talking about weather. Right. So there's always the opportunity he could go back to the Green Bay Packers and something like that. That's a Super Bowl contender. And then, yeah, there's Tampa Bay. Yeah. If you want to go to a ready-made situation. And as good as Tom Brady is in <laughs> seven ranks, I, I just can't even – I mean, how many after 37? How many after 40? He's got two rings after 40. Two rings after 40. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback post 40 years old. Right, 40 to 43, he gets in the Hall of Fame. Uh, It it is unbelievable (laughs) It's stupid. It's stupid. I I mean, 
I, I would certainly take a, a long and hard look at, at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers if they were interested. But, man, I got to tell you, they got a great front. I mean. Uh, yeah, they do. I, that's what won them the Super Bowl. With all due respect to Tom Brady, the MVP should have been Devin White or Shaq Barrett in my estimation. That's how dominant those guys were. Now, you say, I'm paraphrasing what you just kind of went through. Good or bad for the NFL? Because, you know, I've been talking about this a lot every night. I think it's great for the league. Like, really? I th- yeah. I mean, listen, the NBA offseason and the the soap opera stuff in the offseason, that's what makes the NBA great. Is okay, all these stars are changing teams. We don't know what's going to happen. KD going from one place to another. I mean, we all know what's really transpired in five to ten years in the NBA. If the NFL, if we start seeing Russ on the move, Aaron Rodgers on the move, or at least all these names at the quarterback position being talked about, I think it's good for the league overall. Well, I, I agree from that standpoint. Yeah, so that's a good point you bring up. I, I do think the NBA has kind of surpassed Major League Baseball as number two, at least it, with a younger generation. Yep. And, and the reason for that is the excitement in the offseason. Like baseball used to have the hot stove lead. But it, it used to be the biggest deal. You go to the winter meetings and there's all this movement. And everybody's excited. Now nothing happens. It no. trickles until the very end, and yeah. and then teams say, okay, uh, we'll give you what we have left. So that, to me, has hurt baseball and certainly helped basketball. So I, I agree with that, but the NFL's always been about parity. It's always been about uh, every team ha- having an opportunity. And if you start to build towards these super teams, yeah, I think that might affect the very thing Going all the way back to Pete Rozelle, the very thing that made the NFL, and that was more than any other sport, like every fan base thinks, we we might have a chance. You might not know you're not good, but like I said with the Eagles, you got a terrible division. Yeah. You're coming off a 4-11-1 season. That's four teams right there. Yeah. That have no idea what they're going to look like next year. Exactly. And you're saying... Well, if we make these great decisions, and you know, right. we we got a chance to at least get in the playoffs. Yeah, I think that has stoked the NFL's popularity as much as anything. And if you start creating these super teams and and these superstars, sort of tampering for a lack of a better term together and yep. saying let's go. And I always joke. I mean, Aaron Rodgers tweeted to Zach Ertz after the Eagles played the Packers. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to play next year? No, it was, he was joking around, but was he? Eh, I know that's <laughs> I mean, what I mean. You know, a lot of jokes. Oftentimes, there's, there's a little bit the of truth. truth in yeah, there. absolutely. So yeah, I'm joking, but man, it would be nice. And I'm also kind of serious. And, and I think you know, to your point about in the NFL, it's still really difficult to win in the NFL. Like you could have a super team and not make the playoffs or get bounced in the first round. The Bench Young Dream Team. There you go. Well, that was not a super team here in Philadelphia, but they thought they were. For a week or two, yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 it, it is. I mean, look, this helps. You know, as tired as I am about talking about Carson Wentz and a potential trade that was going to happen Monday or Tuesday, according to everybody in this damn league. Yeah. And I know you are. I, I, I think I had to take you out of a deep depression earlier. You had to uh, talk me off the ledge, I think, (laughs) Thursday night. I was in a bad place with Carson Wentz and these Uh, stories. uh, You know, it does. I mean, people love it. 
I, I mean, they love, they love hearing about it. Yeah, people love to hate it, love to defend Carson, whatever it may be. You're going to have these debates and disagreements up until he's traded, and then even even after he's traded. I mean, this oh, is yeah. this is never going away anytime soon. At least, no, it's never going away. And I I, I do want to talk about what's going on because I think that's the most important part. And and we'll we'll start it before we hit the break, and then obviously we'll continue and get really deep into it because I think, you know. <sighs> The Eagles wanted a Matthew Stafford-like package. That's how it's being described uh, around the league. And I, that that never made any sense to me because obviously the Rams were paying a premium to get rid of Jared Goff's contract. So it wasn't just about Matthew Stafford. So you can't say, look what the Rams gave um, – the Detroit Lions from Matthew Stafford without adding that context. They wouldn't have yeah. gotten what they did get if if the Rams weren't willing to take Jared Goff back and to take that contract back. So from, from point A, from just the genesis of this, the Eagles sentiment doesn't make much sense, to be honest. So do they do they need to find if the Eagles are the Detroit Lions just to try and compare the situation as best we can, they need to find their version of the Rams? Or even if you know how do they pull off a deal that even resembles that? I don't think they're gonna get the same type of value, but how close can they realistically get and what does it need to look like on the other side? Well, I can't even get to that. Here's my point, Ryan. Okay. Here here's my point. Yeah. Like if you look at the Rams and Lions trade. Why are you talking about Matthew Stafford? Carson Wentz is Jared Goff. I agree. Yeah, he's not He's not Matthew Stafford. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Right. So, I, I mean, even from that standpoint, and people can say, well, and they say it because I constantly get it, 2017, 2017, MVP like sailing. I, I mean, you know how fast football moves. Yeah, very fast, <laughs> hour by hour. 2017 doesn't mean anything. No. And you think everybody's going to go put in that, you know, you know, if you have, forget about NFL teams. If you got 99 bucks of disposable income, you can get NFL Game Pass <laughs> and watch every coaching tape for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2020. That's what teams are looking at. They're looking at Carson Wentz in 2020. Uh, they're not saying, oh, yeah, now will they say, can we get him back to that point? Maybe, maybe maybe a Frank Reich will, will say that. I, I've seen him at his highest level. But they're not going to completely dismiss uh, 2020. So my my question for Howie Roseman would be, uh, why, why do you think that Carson Wentz is Matthew Stafford? Now, you can start. I always say it's like, Ryan, you want to sell your car. Yeah. And, and you have a, a number in mind. Whether it's twenty grand, whatever, mm -hmm. you're not going to start at twenty grand. You're going to start at twenty five, twenty five, maybe even thirty. Yeah, why not? Try to get a pigeon, right? And I understand that part of it. Yeah, and then you're well, and then you come down, mm -hmm. and you agree, hopefully, at the price you want. Exactly. So I think that's what Howie's trying to do. So it doesn't bother me that he asked for two first round picks. It bothers me though when you try to spin it in that direction. Mm -hmm. Because to me, and this is why it bothers me, to me, you are highlighting to other teams that you don't understand the landscape or the value or even just the mere fact of you're dismissing them as being the pigeons. 
Right. Uh, it's because, disrespectful yeah, almost. A, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. If that's how you're you're phrasing things when you're talking with these and, and people have used those terms hanging up the phone mm-hmm. on Howie Roseman. Well, see, if I'm Ryan Pace and, and you're saying to me, Well, you need two first round picks, I'm saying to you, Well, why do you want to trade this guy if he's that valuable? Why why would you want to trade this guy if he's that valuable? He doesn't want to be here anymore. And and then you say, okay, so that takes value off it, and 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 the point is, if you thought about uh, having a guy that was worth two front two first round picks, wouldn't you do everything possible to talk him back in the building? Sure, maybe they have, and I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, I know. Yeah. I and 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 if it's gotten to that point again, that affects the value. Because he doesn't want to play for your organization. So I, it's not like other – you can't say that to other teams. You can't say he doesn't want to be here. There's nothing I can do to bring him back. I mean, you can't do that. Yeah, that, that if anything, hurts your leverage, doesn't help it. Exactly. <laughs> do you think there's – how much interest is there right now? And it's hard to predict, but we've heard, okay, this is a tactic to make it seem like there's more interest than there really is. What do you think realistically is out there right now for Howie? Well, I don't think there's a lot, because if there was, it would have gotten done. Clearly, Indianapolis is the one team that would like him, but they'd probably like to give up a couple second-round picks and maybe a conditional pick uh, later in a, in a later year, uh, something of that nature. Uh, and the Eagles are trying to create that that dichotomy of two teams bidding, mm-hmm. and that's why the, the the news was floated about the Chicago Bears. Uh, and but I don't know how much that bears interest is real, to be honest, for a number of reasons. What are some of the reasons? Well, we're going to get to that after the break. Okay. And uh, we're going to talk about Ryan Pace and the situation he's in in Chicago here on AM 1490. More extending the play after the break. February is here. March is coming soon. And what's that mean for prop swappers? A huge profit on all your sports betting tickets. Come list yours for sale today. PropSwap has thousands of buyers around the country waiting to pay big money for your bet. And remember, college basketball tournament time is right around the corner. Head into your local casino and make your b-ball futures to find this year's Cinderella. So mask up and double up to sell one ticket on PropSwap and hold on to the other for a huge win. The, the, middle. the middle. Not a soul would be out there down at the Novacare. No. Not no, one not person with a sign, piece of oak tag, anything yeah. demanding Only that Rob they don't trade. You, yeah, Rob Motti, you could get more hey, people. Come on, Motti's a friend for of the a show. March for Nick Foles to return to Philadelphia before you get him for Carson Wentz at this point. You know what, Harry? That is spot on. <laughs> the Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Firm handles all types of personal injury cases, and managing partner Brian Fritz tells your story to a jury to secure your future. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that 
in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person. A person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. Remember, a personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Bian Cooley get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222. Many of our clients have become uh, lifelong personal friends. Call Brian Fritz of Fritz and Bian Cooley. 215-458-2222 for a free consultation. 215-458-2222. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Score and save this football season on your car insurance. Before the next game, save up to 40% on your auto insurance policy. That's right, 40% savings. Call an Audible this season and contact the Del Val Insurance Group. They're an advocate for you, not an insurance company. That means they'll get you the right coverage and save you up to 40%. Call managing partners Fran or Jim of Del Val Insurance, 215-354-0122. Or score and save at DVIGI.com. DVIGI.com. A personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Bian Cooley get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. Welcome back, South Jersey, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, live in the Prop Swap studio. Ryan Rothstein, along with myself, Johnny Mack, and we're talking. It's Groundhog Day, as I mentioned, in Philadelphia, and it's going to continue to be Groundhog Day uh, until the Eagles actually move off and get uh, Carson Wentz out of town. Uh, I still think the Indianapolis Colts are the leader in the clubhouse, but the Eagles can't get the package in return they would like from Chris Ballard, uh, and they're trying to create that second uh, suitor, so to speak, and try, and that's what happens when you uh, get two people involved. You hope to play them off each other, and you hope to increase the bidding, and that all of that is understandable. But I do think, as I've texted with different people and I've talked about. Uh, the potential trade with them. I, I do think some of the talk about the Chicago Bears is a little bit overhyped only because of the situation they're in. They definitely need a quarterback. There's no question about that. I I, I think they would even like Carson Wentz, uh, at least in the realm of he's certainly better than Mitchell Trubisky or Nick Foles. 
uh, and there's that name. Uh, <laughs> oh, but, boy. Uh, yeah, we don't want to go down. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that makes sense. Uh, Ryan Pace is basically working for his job. I mean, he's got to win next season. Yeah. You can make the same case with Matt Nagy, the head coach. So those guys got to win. And that kind of creates desperation, typically. But, you know, the one thing that people, uh, at least a lot of people, haven't thrown into the uh, uh, equation, that fan base doesn't want Carson Wentz. And that fan base is every bit as rabid as the one here. Mm -hmm. And just like... Eagles fans can make things more difficult for this organization. Bears fans can make things more difficult for that organization. And they are speaking loud and clear about Carson Wentz coming to Chicago. And I don't agree with it. I think you got to be smart enough to ignore that type of stuff. But it's also not realistic. And I think, I think Ryan Pace is hearing those whispers. It seems like Carson Wentz is a backup plan. Like, when you're applying to colleges, it's the safety net school. You have one or two safety net schools. It seems like the Chicago Bears and for the, the Eagles are, are one of their safety net options at, at quarterback. Does that make sense? I, I might even go as far as saying the community college option. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I, no, I, but <laughs> not, not, from a, not from, again, not from a trade standpoint or even a value standpoint, from a point of, I, I just think it's easier to sell an insert name, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Derek Carr, even Marcus Mariota. Now, people are going to misunderstand what I'm saying. They always do. <laughs> I'm not saying those guys are better players than Carson Wentz, I, although I think Derek Carr is. but Better deals, potentially. Better deals. Yeah. Easier sells. Right. And, and that... That's part of this. Sure. And that's always overlooked. People just treat this like a video game. And you can't just click one player's name and replace it with another. It doesn't work like that. And it's easier said than done for a lot of these names and trade options that are getting thrown in the rumor mill. Yeah. I Well, and there are. And the, I've talked about the sense of urgency. I wrote about this at phillyboys.com this week. Uh, and everybody check out the piece there, and uh, you'll see us talking about it. You are, are you know, the Jacob Media YouTube page, uh, J-A-K-I-B. Everybody subscribe to that, and we've been getting tremendous traction on that. So Yeah, it's been great. You, you, can, we, you can see us, and you can go back to, to us talking about this pretty much every day in real time. And at, at every curveball, as everything happens— mm -hmm. Uh, you get the immediate breakdown, and that's the beauty of of looking at things on demand. But uh, when I talk about these types of trades and, and, and the fact that you have to sell them to the fan base, we just went through this with the coaching staff here in Philadelphia. And one of the things was like, uh, how do you sell Nick Sirianni to the fan base after – the only Super Bowl winning coach in, in franchise history? That's a dip, That's a difficult sell. It is, and it also isn't, because there was plenty of people screaming for Doug's head. Well, that's and, true. and that's insane. That's true. But but that's the reality. It's always after the fact. It's like people wait in the in the bushes, so to speak. And as soon as Sirianni seems like he's off to a slow start, or seems like he may not be the guy for the job, then it all comes out. 
Well, and you make a good point, Ryan. You're right. You're right. But they have that ammunition. So when they're in the bushes, you know what's coming out. If you're sure. Jeffrey Lurie, yeah. if things go badly, you know what's coming out. And Ryan Pace in Chicago, you know what's there. You know what's lying in wait. Chicago fans do not want another season of Mitchell Trubisky. They do not want that. Don't blame them. They do, no, <laughs> I, I certainly do. Don't blame them. No. They do not want Nick Foles, unlike some people in Philadelphia. They want a quarterback that gives them hope to be a Super Bowl contender because people in Chicago think the Bears are a Super Bowl contender with a good quarterback. And to tell you the truth, they might be because of that defense. Be. Yeah, that defense was the only reason they were relevant. So, you know, a lot of it comes down to the unknown, Sam Darnold. You can still say he's a young player. You can blame it all on Adam Gase. You can He's yeah. cheap. If right. it doesn't work, you can move on pretty quickly versus Carson Wentz, which is – uh, you know, an ex- enormous contract, which, by the way, for, you know, that's a bigger problem for the Eagles than it is for a team acquiring Carson Wentz. Because if Carson Wentz turns into a top 15 quarterback, and, and, which is mediocre, yep. that's the going rate for quarterbacks in this league from a salary standpoint. Yeah, it's about the dead money on the Eagles' end. Yeah. Right. So it's not as big for, for the Bears, but the selling aspect is 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 bigger than people think. And that's my point in the fact that, look, this is a public-facing industry. The, the fan base is part of it. You mm-hmm. have to sell these moves to the fan base. And they are not excited about Carson Wentz. And that hurts the Eagles. <laughs> it hurts the Eagles. And it hurts Howie's leverage, which we talked about earlier in the show. And I, I just go back to the point, you know, Deshaun Watson's name is getting thrown around, especially with the New York Jets. And you bring up Sam Darnold. So, you know, it, it just seems like the Eagles are a lot of teams' second options, which I brought up already. But, you know, I, I don't know what that means for Howie. You know, when, when does he have to pull the trigger? When does he have to step away from the from the negotiation table, so to speak? Well, it is, you know, playing chicken. I, I heard on another show people bring up Sam Bradford uh, and the Eagles getting such a great return turned out to be the, the 14th pick in the draft for Sam Bradford. Uh, and ultimately that turned into uh, Derek Barnett, uh, who's a good player, but... <laughs> You know, it was, there's no doubt it was great value for Sam Bradford, a player the Eagles didn't even want. But, I mean, come on. This is like we talked yesterday on your show about people comparing the Texans uh, releasing J.J. Watt to not releasing Deshaun Watson. Making, you know, you're just showing your uneducation on, on, on the aspect of, of contracts in the NFL if you're making that comparison. If you're making a comparison between this Carson Wentz trade and that Sam Bradford trade, you're just showing your ignorance to what goes on in the NFL. Teddy Bridgewater had a catastrophic injury 11 days before the start of the regular season. 11 days, Ryan. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota thought they were a contender on top of that. So you have a team that thinks they're ready to win. There's no other options. The draft is gone. Free agency's done. There's no quarterbacks on the street. There's no way to get better. 
Sean Hill's your backup quarterback. Sean who? Correct. Sean Hill's your backup quarterback. That's why there was desperation. So, yeah, if you want to wait till 11 days before the start of the regular season, carry Carson Wentz, pay him an extra $10 million in roster bonus, uh, guarantee $22 million of his 2022 salary. If you want to do that and hope somebody suffers a catastrophic injury a week and a half before the start of the regular season, yeah, maybe you get two first-round picks. You want to do that? No, even then, I don't think they get two first round I, I, they picks. They get one, <laughs> yeah, maybe one. Yeah. You know, but but at that point, if you're the team that suffers that loss injury wise, you're going to go down a different avenue, most likely anyway. You're going to go call Marcus Mariota if he ends up, you know, a- available and cut. Like who knows? My my, my point well, is, and that's Ryan. Where I should also the part that they thought they were con- a contender was part of it as well. In other words. Right. If you were a bad team, you would just say, "Oh, all right, screw it, yeah, yeah. it's a we'll loss, just, yeah, it's Pressure's a loss." Off. We're three and thirteen. We'll get, yeah, uh, we'll get a top five pick in the next year. Mm-hmm. So you're not even talking about thirty two teams. You're talking about probably ten to twelve teams who think they're legitimate contenders, and then you're crossing your finger hoping for an injury. I mean, that's that's bad business. It's bad business, and the bottom line is this. Most teams are not going to look at Carson Wentz as a savior right now. There's too much unknown. If anything, he's a project. It, like He, he needs a fresh a start, big. and maybe he can be better than last year just with a new environment. But even then, he's not going to be anywhere close to 2017. No. So what are you really getting, even if you're in a unique circumstance that you just bring up? Yeah, so... And that's why there is a sense of urgency, because we are on the part of the calendar where there are so many quarterbacks available. And people say, well, technically, Sam Darnold's not available right now. That's true. Mm -hmm. But he might become available. And if he does, it hurts your leverage. Technically, Jimmy Garoppolo is not available. But if he becomes available, it hurts your leverage. Same thing with Derek Carr. Now, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, that just really devastates if those guys were were to become available. And that's why you have a very short window uh, of to take advantage of being the guy on the trade market. And after the break, Ryan, we're going to talk about the draft as well. You're getting into draft evaluation. It was Trevor Lawrence Pro Day yesterday. <laughs> so now people are going to start looking at the young rookie quarterbacks. There's more options, and that's the problem right now for the Philadelphia Eagles. We will continue to talk about that here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Yes, Carson Wentz Groundhog Day. <laughs> February is here. March is coming soon. And what's that mean for prop swappers? A huge profit on all your sports betting tickets. Come list yours for sale today. PropSwap has thousands of buyers around the country waiting to pay big money for your bet. And remember, college basketball tournament time is right around the corner. Head into your local casino and make your b-ball futures to find this year's Cinderella. So mask up and double up to sell one ticket on PropSwap and hold on to the other for a huge win. The, 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 middle. the middle. I'd be Good. willing to bet money that Philip Rivers 
somewhere in his home has that sign up that says no cussing, no fussing, whatever the hell else the thing. No back talk. No back talk. Yeah, no. When you walk in from the mud room, no cussing, no fussing, no yeah. back talking. Because with nine kids and probably a couple dogs, you need a mud room. And he seems like a guy that would say fussing and cussing. <laughs> Quote. Thank you for the refs putting up with my fussing. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, he already used the word fussing. You know right. he's got that sign in his house. Yeah, he's the one. I'm going to get me a big lunch today. <laughs> he's walking around Home Depot with six of his 12 kids right. with his wife on speaker. Yeah. Uh, I let's guarantee you, he's one of those guys that he's walking through the parking lot at Home Depot and somebody's trying to back out. He'll, he'll yeah, give them exactly. wave them out. Exactly right. <laughs> Talk Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. DelVal Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Mulebrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to Geico or going direct to Progressive we do not charge a fee. Let DelVal Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Mulebrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Get ready for a city versus suburban showdown as the best of the best high school girls and high school boys basketball players compete in the annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor. The All-Star Labor Classic of Philadelphia tradition has already donated over $3 million and 100% of this year's total supporting MS. Mark your calendar and don't miss the 34th annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor Sunday, April 18th, 2021 being played at Germantown Academy in Fort Washington. A personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Bian Cooley get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content.
Welcome back. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio coming down the home stretch on extending the play. The Carson Wentz Groundhog edition <laughs> of the offseason. Hopefully we won't have another one of these next week, Ryan. I don't I don't want you I, I, I gotta prop you up for, for these each and every week to get you. <laughs> you need to do wellness checks on me, man, for this Carson Wentz story. Uh but I did I did want to shift to Trevor Lawrence's pro day because I, I thought, you know, first of all, I think it's awesome that one guy gets a pro day. It wasn't Clemson's pro day. Clemson's pro day is on March eleventh, I think, or March twelfth, somewhere in that range. Um he's having shoulder surgery. Um, in the off season, on his non-throwing shoulder, um, so it's not really that important. But it couldn't have worked out at Clemson's pro day. So basically, I mean, this is one guy, Urban Meyer. He of the great decision making. We were talking off air about his strength and conditioning coach. What a nut job Urban Meyer is! But he basically told, you know, it's it, it, not told, but he 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 really. S- on this pro day and said, look, just go throw, throw early. We'll come watch you. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not getting past the Jaguars and number with Jaguars and number one, no matter what anybody talks, but it does. It's interesting because you saw the Eagles were there uh, doing their due diligence and, and they're at number six. And you have to start talking about quarterbacks with this team. You have to start talking about quarterbacks. And I'm not talking about Jalen Hurts. <laughs> You're talking about quarterbacks at the number six spot? I am. Or Man. or take whatever haul you do get from Carson Wentz mm-hmm. to go up to get one of these quarterbacks. Because guess what? Trevor Lawrence is going one. I think most people assume Zach Wilson is going two. Yeah. And that would be to the New York Jets, which would create the Sam Darnold potential trade that we've uh, discussed as potentially being available. Uh, and then you have Justin Fields, who I don't think is going to get to six. Now, somebody's going to, if, if somebody between three and five doesn't want him, somebody's going to trade up to get him. And, and my point for the Eagles, and we mentioned this a little bit on your show last night, is the fact that. I go back to 2016 and Howard Roseman and how he spoke about being in that position. And he he basically said, I don't plan on being here. So you got to make it count. Now, he's here, obviously, too quickly. Right. But you have to make it count if you're that high up in the draft when it comes to the quarterback position. Are you really going to sit here and tell me, Ryan, and I'm not yelling at you, (laughs) but are you going to tell me you're going to play the fan base here? You're confident in Jalen Hurts being a star quarterback in this league, uh, a second-round pick after four games where he completed, I don't know, 54% of his passes? No, you're not. But if you're Jeffrey Lurie, you just got crushed for drafting Jalen Hurts last year, and that was at the 53 overall spot. And you look at the team needs, and it's pick a card, any card. So, do you want to get another quarterback at six after the whole offseason being where is Wentz going to go, Jalen Hurts time? Then you use that pick in a spot that you don't plan on being in very often for another quarterback when you have all these other needs. The sixth overall spot to me, John, is a really tough position to be in 
Because one or two or three, it's like, okay, I mean, we have, we're, we're taking the best available. You're taking the second best quarterback. You're taking, you know, that that's an easy spot to be in. Six, it's still very elite. You still have a lot of options, but you have to choose wisely. You do. I still think you're in a good spot when you're that high because I, I, I do think, you know, whether the Eagles. Yeah, I don't think Jamar Chase is going to be there, but if he no. is, you're not going to miss. Devontae right. Smith, you can talk about his his lack of size. I'm a little concerned there, but that is a playmaker. Yeah. I don't think he can miss. Um, uh, the the offensive tackle, his name escapes him in Sewell, uh, it, he, he's not going to miss. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Eagles need an offensive tackle. And, and, and then, you know, Kyle Pitts even, who's – People call him a tight end. He's more of a weapon. Mm-hmm. You would have to use him in that type of situation. He can't block anybody. Uh, so you would use him as sort of a, a glorified flex receiver. Uh, but he could be really dominant in, in that phrase. So you're in a good spot. but And you should be. I mean, should it be, should yeah. be hard to make a mistake. But I, I think if you're, you're looking forward four to five years in Justin Fields, and I used him because – Trey Lance would be difficult politically because he's from North Dakota State, but you never scout the helmet. That's what they say. Uh, it's not his fault that Carson Wentz went there. Yeah. But I do look at Fields as the one guy and say, if he turns into a star four or five years down the line, you're going to be kicking yourself. You, you are, are going to be kicking yourself. So this is about evaluation, Ryan. And that scares right. Eagles fans. Yes. They say, Howie Roseman can't pick. But guys... Andy Weidel exists. Um, Ian Cunningham exists. Uh, the Eagles do have a well-regarded personnel staff. Jeremiah Washburn. Uh, all of these guys exist. So, look, you got to evaluate correctly. But if you think a quarterback is worthy of being the sixth pick in the draft, or even if you got to go up and you're capable of going up and you think – a quarterback is going to be a superstar. I I can't I can't rest my team's future on Jalen Hurts over that. No, and and you would think the evaluation process should impact your potential trade deal with Carson Wentz. Sure, right. And by the way, it could work the other way. You could evaluate these guys. The problem is you have to trade Carson Wentz before you get into the draft process and draft evaluation. But that would make it, in a lot of ways, easier. If you say, yeah. you know what, Fields isn't worthy of this pick. Lance right. isn't worthy of that this pick. Then that would make things easier for the Eagles. But, man, if you if you think they are worthy, it, it gets real interesting. <laughs> and I think the Eagles would be derelict in their duty if they didn't take a quarterback. And i go right back to Howie's words. You have to take advantage when you're up that high in the draft. That's where we are, Ryan. Well, let's see how they take advantage of the lovely situation they're currently in, right? (laughs) I wouldn't call it lovely. (laughs) No, no. I do hope it's done. And by the next time, by next week, I I think we're going to be talking about Carson Wentz Wentz in a different uh, uniform, but hopefully we'll get there. Until then. Everybody stay safe with, with the ice coming in here in South Jersey. Uh, and, and listen to Ryan each and every week, Monday through Friday, on The Fix. I'm, I'm there every night at 730. 
a rich queue. Uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays on Back Your Play. Next Saturday, more extended play here on AM 1490 Sports Betting. You've been listening to Extending the Play with John McMullen on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Today's program. You're hearing AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Listen online at 1490sportsbettingradio.com.